WGBF and not only 680, but uh, on FM at 98.5. So be sure to set the button on your FM side for WPTF. Tom Kearney here, live and in real time with a little bit of live and in real time radio to uh, occupy your mind as you are uh, perhaps uh, still not getting out very much or maybe not getting out at all, which is the case with, with the Kearneys. Uh, and so uh, maybe we'll provide you with a little enter- entertainment and a way of passing the time. Uh, and uh, I saw a a, a headline a story, and uh, it, it's one that uh, provoked tonight's program. Uh, as most of you who listen know, I was recently out for about three months and spent some time being sort of doubly locked up, locked up like most American citizens were in, and that they were not able to go anywhere. And I was in a in a three three therapy center because I'd broken my leg and I was basically locked in there too. Nobody could visit us because of the the uh, the, the virus and so on. So I had a lot of time to think and meditate and uh, I guess walk around in the world of nostalgia. And if you've listened to our program over the last five or eight years, you know we, we uh, like to return to the world of nostalgia occasionally. And two things came together, nostalgia and my thoughts along those lines. And the, the story that I saw that I mentioned a little earlier, and I, here's kind of reading it for you. Uh, good news for people who like their candy crunchy and slightly chalky. Neko's wafers will soon be back on store shelves after a two-year absence. Spangler Candy Company, which is now owns the iconic brand, says the candy will return in all its multicolored glory beginning this month, and that's an item dated June 1st, about one week ago. So sometime during this month in your grocery stores and your drug stores, wherever you would buy candy, Necco Wafers, which are one of the oldest candy brands in the United States, are returning. They go back to sometime, I think in the 1840s, the New England Confectionery Company was the original maker of them, and they were said to have been fairly popular among uh, Union soldiers during uh, the uh, American Civil War. Uh, but they, the company eventually went out of business a couple of years ago in, in, in 2018, and we, we thought maybe Necos were gone, but they weren't. And so what I, what I want to do tonight is to do something we've done before, and it only works if you participate, if you think, if you join me in the program, and that is we're going to be nostalgic about candy. Uh, I can. I used to uh, buy the Necco wafers. They were not among my favorites, but they were good because they uh, they dissolved in your mouth and got a little moisture in, in your mouth. They're a little chalky sometimes, but uh, they're they're out there now, and you can get them. But I guess my favorite candy bar was from when I was a little kid was the Hershey bar. But I want to know if you had one, and if you remember, if you're nostalgic about the, the good old days when you. Couldn't wait until school was out, and you could go by the candy store or the newsstand, or I actually think I bought a couple of them at a uh, uh, service station on the way home when I would walk. I would buy uh, a Butterfinger or a Clark bar or something. My favorite, however, and the one that I got most of the time was the Hershey bar. What I want you to recall is your favorite, and join us at 919 919-860-9783. 9783, and tell us about your favorite candy bar. And this is by way of sort of commemorating the return of Necco wafers. Uh, if you uh, 
if you really want to hear something funny, there was an episode of a show that's on public public radio, uh, NPR, called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And the uh, the guest uh, uh, star was a woman named Nico Chase, N-E-K-O Chase, who's a rock and roll musician. And uh, one of the the uh, the uh, items had to do with the popularity of Nico wafers uh, among Civil War uh, troops, and it is one of the funniest things you will ever hear, because uh, Miss Chase just didn't believe that it was true, because Ken Ken Burns did not mention it in his uh, his work on the American Civil War. But if you go to YouTube, you can find that Nico Chase. Oh, wait, wait, don't tell me. And the the subject is. Uh, how popular were Nico wafers? If you're like some things that are funny, that's it. But tonight we want to know if you've ever eaten any Nico wafers, or what was your favorite candy bar? John, our producer, was telling me he he used to uh, eat uh, almond joys. I think, or well, maybe it was Mounds. And I know when my sister and I went to movies, the movies on Saturday, she would get, uh, uh, I think, uh, the Mounds bar, and I would get uh, the uh, the almond joy, and. Uh, they were always sort of paired together. But uh, what we want to know from you is what was your uh, favorite candy bar and what kind of memories do you have from dealing with candy bars? The number is 919-860-9783. John, do we have any callers yet? Not yet, Tom. Okay, not, he's our producer. and I'm doing these broadcasts from home because of uh, the, the current uh, uh, situation with regard to the health measures, and so we have to do the way we, we get uh, things done just a little bit different. But if you want to join us, 919-860-9783. I am um, systematically, which is the way I do everything. If I uh, eat cereal or if I eat candy bar when I smoke a pipe, I did this with my pipe tobacco, I was systematically try all the different ones so that I could say that I had had tried them. And uh, uh, I think uh, uh, in the end, I still like the Hershey bar, uh, plain or with nuts. I usually got the plain Hershey bar, and it was one that was in segments. And I was a kid, I liked to, to break them up into segments and eat the little pieces one at a time. But what kind of candy bars did you eat? What kind of things did you fancy when you were... Uh, at a young age, 860-9783-860-WPTF, and uh, uh, you can uh, tell us what kind of candy bars you ate and be nostalgic about that. If you'd rather be nostalgic about something else, I, I was uh, doing a little research on the candy bars, and I, I sort of drifted into looking up things about uh, something else that we did about the same time we originally did the thing about candy bars, which was seven or eight years ago, and that was... Uh, soft drinks, uh, the soft drinks that people drink, uh, Coca-Colas, Pepsi-Colas, RC-Cola, uh, and knee-high drinks, uh, new grape, and things like that. Did you have one of those that you fancied? 1-800-662-7979. And uh, if you're giving us a call tonight, the Tom Curry Show. Tomorrow night, we're going to have uh, Suzanne Brown of Visit North Carolina on, and she's going to talk with us about, uh, well, Visit North Carolina what you can do, or where you can go in North Carolina to have a vacation. A lot of people probably are going to be having staycations, which is the name when you don't really go 
that far, maybe you just hop in the car and go to the beach or go to the mountains or go to some particular historical site that you have wanted to visit. Uh, Suzanne is going to talk about that, but especially about uh, those places that uh, are equipped uh, to deal with people who perhaps have a uh, need for uh, uh, wheelchairs and things like that. And uh, uh, she took a hint from me because that's something that I may have to do. I'm willing to use a walker now, and so uh, maybe I can get the old left leg back in shape and, and uh, go, go along as well as I was doing with the cane, which is what I've used for the last 10 years. But it will be uh, convenient to know and good to know those places that have provided provisions for those who have trouble negotiating steps and, and, and things like that, who, who need some kind of handicapped access and who need uh, that kind of access. So Suzanne is going to talk with us about that tomorrow night uh, from the files of the, the Visit North Carolina Travel Bureau. We're still looking for our first call tonight. We always look for the seed call, the one that uh, somebody makes that tells us well, when I was a kid, I liked to stop at the candy store and get, ah, uh, nobody's mentioned this yet, penny candy, Mary Jane's and uh, uh, peanut butter logs and things like that. Tom, we got our first call. It's okay. uh, Lou from Rocky Mount. Lou from Rocky Mount. Okay. I'll tell you what, John, let's see where our clock is now. We need to take a break, according to this. So why don't we ask Lou to hold on. And it's 916 at News Radio 680 WPTF. You can queue up. That is line up. You can call during the break and join Lou in line to talk about your favorite candy bar at 1-800-662-7979. And Lou, stay right where you are. We'll be right back. News Radio 680 and 90.5 if you're on FM. Tom Kearney here. Uh, providing, I hope, a little entertainment for you on uh, Monday night. Lou, are you there? Yeah, I take it that you you were cut off a little bit, but that you said you were. Yeah, I'm right here. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Let me ask you a personal question before we start. Uh, have you been confined? Have you been sheltering in, in place or anything during the... the uh, well, yeah, definitely as much as possible. I mean, I do all the necessary things, but I don't do any luxury uh, strays as, at this point, no. But well, yeah, I do the mask, and I and I and I and I'm uh, you know I'm I'm definitely a homebody at this point, definitely. Well, I'm having to ask people about it because I I'm, didn't have the ordinary situation in that when it all came down that they were closing up, you know, asking you to stay home and not go anywhere. I was already in, incarcerated in the in the the rebooting center. <laughs> yeah, so you were there already. Yeah, I was sorry already about that. And, uh, and it basically, I spent about three months. Uh, in solitary confinement, uh, except for my well, therapy. We're just glad family. you're back, my man. Well, thank you. I'm glad that that, that you're out there listening and so on. Uh, yeah, I uh, just wanted to chime in on the chocolates. Uh, I agree with you, Tom. You, you can't get a better candy bar than a Hershey bar, but I like the ones with the almonds. And the close second is uh, Hershey's Mr. Good Bar milk chocolate chock full oh, of peanuts. Yeah. My wife I think the best candy bar ever was a Mars bar, but they they went by the way. But mod, a, a current equivalent of the old Mars bar is Snickers with almonds. Oh, That's yeah. pretty much a, replicates it. Yeah. They used to have the canteen at the radio station. You said the Mars bar that, that was in the yellow package, and it was mm -hmm. uh, and, it was and 
they upgraded to Mars Toasted Almond Bars, and they were excellent. And then they both just went away. But the Mars Bar nowadays, if you go for the Snickers with almonds, it, uh, it pretty much, uh, you know, equates. You know, I want to tell you something that's peculiar that I didn't know until it happened. Uh, uh, I don't think Hershey, uh, for Hershey bars, did any advertising until the 1950s, and they started selling the Hershey bar about 1900. But it, it basically traveled by word of mouth. Well, there was nothing, nothing that a GI in Europe wished more for than a Hershey bar, or in Japan, or you know, I'm or saying in, in the in the theaters of war in World War Two. Well, they you know they about, were longing uh, for Hershey's. Yeah, you know about the, the the thing that went along with the Hershey bar was the Coca-Cola. And I, oh, I think yeah. uh, I read the story that the president of Coca-Cola Company uh, said if the government could assure that he would get sugar well, when it was being rationed, maybe more than, say, Pepsi got, they would promise that every soldier who came off the line would have a Coca-Cola. And apparently something pretty close to that did, in fact, happen. Because they built well, Coca-Cola plants in Europe. Yeah, that's good. But the best thing you can pair with a Hershey bar is a cold glass of milk, Ooh. and the, the, then you're set right there. But uh, it cuts not too bad <laughs> either. You, but I'm, I'm gonna put my phone down here in a minute. If you hear silence, I'm gonna be getting me a Hershey bar. One. <laughs> you, you just keep go you just get keep, it. I, I got some Hershey's it. right up in my cabinet right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to have them. Well, well it's good I, to talk to you, Brother Tom. Can't good. keep a good man down, you young whippersnapper, you. You can yeah, bounce well, right I back. Had to drag that old left leg in there, and the doctor said it, got it all fixed up, and it's coming along pretty good now. They're teaching me how to walk with a walker, so I'm going to be dangerous pretty soon. <laughs> you bad. You, you it's, get, it's kinda you better hard. pair up with Stephen on Friday night now. Yeah, well, I, I, in fact, I've got to call him when I'm through here tonight. And that, uh, uh, in fact, he's the one who got me started on this candy bar thing because he he called up one night and he said, Tom, I live in the biggest town in North Carolina, Charlotte, and he couldn't find uh, uh, what it was. The, the, oh, I can't think of it now. John, was what was Zagnut? Zagnut, yeah. He couldn't find a Zagnut <laughs> anywhere. And he was just, Those uh, are excellent. <laughs> French burnt peanuts. Those are some good candies right there. French burnt peanuts. Oh, yeah. And, and coconut and stuff like that. So they say that they're real popular in in uh, uh, Afghanistan and places like that because there's no chocolate in them, and, 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 and therefore they can't spoil it. it it's, it's I, think, I think chocolate is one of God's great gifts to the earth. Oh, I don't know how you get along without it. How, how would you get along without chocolate, Tom? Well, I don't. I, I've, I've been kind of trying to lose weight lately, and here's how I lose weight. <laughs> I eat a, eat a small lunch, and if I eat a Yeah, bite, you're really wanting one. Well, I get, but I get one of those little, little uh, personal-sized bars, you know, the tiny ones. I can I get one of them. <laughs> yeah, five of them, five or six. Or 12 or 13 or 15. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just don't know when to stop. Uh, well, well, enjoy. Go get your glass of milk. How about that, okay? Yeah, get a big old tall glass of milk and get a Hershey bar with or without nuts. Ah, uh, there he is. The queen Find of the, the street. <laughs> on the other side of the track. Straight eating a Hershey bar. Have a good one now. 
everybody call in and tell Tom about, you know, the baby Ruth and the, and the Mary Ann's and all those good chocolates y'all used to eat. The butterfingers and everything like that. Yeah, you there you go. Take care now, Lou. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lou lives on, uh, uh, and it's nothing bad. Uh, uh, are we okay, John? Uh, the, uh, Lou lives in, uh, Rocky Mount, and uh, Rocky Mount is split by the by the railroad. And on one side is Edgecombe County, and on the other side is Nash County. And uh, so uh, we established right off when we met Lou that he lived on the other side of the tracks. I'm not real sure which is the other side of the tracks, and it has absolutely no meaning of any kind. It's just a way of making him special to us. You can tell us about your candy bar, uh, the one that you like to eat, whether it's with a Coke or a glass of milk or... Uh, or, or whatever, some cranberry juice, for that matter. But uh, I like the Hershey bars, the ones, the plain ones, and the ones with the nuts. And uh, have eaten more of those probably than any other thing. But once in a while, I would sneak in an Alma Joy, or my mother had this tendency to buy boxes uh, for my sister and I, so we'd have something when we came home from school, like Three Musketeers. And I never was entirely clear why she did that. I think she must have liked Three Musketeers, so... She wanted us to share them with us. But in any case, uh, uh, what, is, what was your favorite candy bar in, in your days of youth? Uh, that uh, is our nostalgia question for tonight. Uh, we've got a couple more minutes, so we've got time for your call at 919-860-9783. Uh, while we're waiting for the next call, I told you that uh, Suzanne Brown was going to be here to talk about Visit North Carolina tomorrow night. Wednesday night, Pam Beck. It's going to be here. She's our gardening specialist. She's going to talk about flowers and things like that. And I'm not sure exactly which way her discussion is going to turn, but if you enjoy flowers and visiting gardens and knowing about flowers, you will be uh, wanting to join us on a Wednesday night here following the 9 o'clock news. Uh, being away as I was for three months, uh, we did not get to update our our necrology, which is a list of those who have passed away who deserve to be remembered. And we try to do it about once a month with Dr. Ed Funkhauser being the keeper of the role. But uh, at the end of February, March, and April, uh, we did not get to do the list. But, but uh, Dr. Funkhauser stayed at his desk and kept the list anyway. And all we've been trying to do since then is, in a series of longer programs, update the normalcy. Uh, the the necrology list, rather. And uh, so uh, Thursday night of this week, I uh, imagine that we're going to be talking uh, about uh, uh, some people in the world of sports uh, that have passed away uh, in uh, uh, March, April, and May. And Dr. Funkhauser will be our guest then, and, and uh, maybe some entertainers, too. I, I think Kenny Rogers is probably on the list. He's one of the ones who, who left us and. Uh, a lot of hit records and a lot of uh, entertainment. Uh, we are approaching the time to check the news now, so we're going to do that. And uh, uh, we'll indicate also later on that on Friday night we'll probably do something with regard right now, I think, to the American flag because Sunday of next week, June 14th, will be flag day. But right now at WPTF, it's 9.30 and time for the news. News Radio on a Monday night, I believe it's June 8th. I'll have to admit that having been away for, for 
three months and sort of incarcerated with no calendars handy. I have trouble sometimes these days remembering what day it was, but I believe if my computer isn't lying to me that it's June 8th. Uh, John, our producer, tells me that there's another John on the line. John Hood, are you there? I am. How are you, Tom? I have not talked to you in such a long time. Well, I'm I'm delighted to hear your voice on the airwaves again. Well, that that, that makes me feel very good to hear you say that and everything. Uh, my, uh, I uh, chose uh, the last week in February to do something stupid, and uh, and I had to pay for it. So uh, uh, that is. Uh, we're uh, all happy to have you back. Well, thank you, John. I, I appreciate that. I, uh, uh, John, my producer, was wondering if it was in fact the other John Hood that we know. Uh, and I said, well, it could be, because I know you always like trivia, if I remember correctly. Indeed, I do. And uh, he said you uh, you had a favorite chocolate that you liked. Well, I did. I, I, I enjoyed Nestle Crunch Bars. Ooh. Uh, and I still like them. I like the crunch of them, the rice uh, in them. Uh, but I'll say, I'll also say, though, another candy that I really enjoyed and my brothers all enjoyed as kids was the Sugar Daddy, in part yes. because they would last a long time. That was a kind of a sucker kind of candy. It was. It was a caramel sucker on a stick. But the other reason they were fun was because they, at least when we were eating them, they, they came with something inside, like a, an animal card or some, one baseball cards, but it was other kinds of collectible cards. So you take the little card out, you suck on the sucker for a long time. It was a a pretty good pretty good deal for not very much. Well, you know, I always enjoy the idea that there is something in there and was uh, therefore a fan of Cracker Jack. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and all the little, and of course, the stuff that they put in there was was meaningless in a way, but yet <laughs> it was... Classic things that would break easily. Uh, well, I, I hate to tell you this, but I'm a great fan of Hallmark movies. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about or not. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there's one of those that my wife and I watched together. It was called A Ring Before Spring. And the mm. woman was fighting the idea of getting married and so on. But uh, the guy that liked her, that she sort of like finally finally captured her by giving her a box of Cracker Jacks. And she ended up getting the ring out of the Cracker Jacks. And so, uh, you know, that's just about the most Hallmark movie plot you could possibly <laughs> have offered up. <laughs> well, the, the thing that I like about them is that they always have happy endings. And so much of the stuff that you watch these days does not have happy endings. And so... Uh, uh, at my age, uh, I, I want things to have happy endings if they possibly can. Understood. And people seem to be happy for much of the movie. Even It's not even the happy ending. They're just happy people enjoying their lives. Right, exactly. And, and, and headed, headed in the right direction. And yeah. about the worst thing that's going to happen in, in a Hallmark movie is somebody's going to get kissed. And that's about it. So. <laughs> I mean, after, no, after about 45 minutes of you know, missed opportunities and misunderstandings. And I can tell you've seen them. They, they always I have. Are just, well, we, my, my wife and I will watch them particularly at Christmas time. Well, just about the, the minute they're, they're going to get the kiss in, then uh, you know, the phone rings or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Murder, She Wrote, the old you know, Angela Landry movies. They're formulaic, you know. You know, yeah, the formulas work. That's why people make them. That's why people. That's why formulas persist because they work so well. Yep, yep. That, that, but I do enjoy them, and and it's always fun to see 
uh, my friend George Brody who used to do movie trivia with me said there are only about six plots in Hollywood, and it's always fun to see what a, a different writer and a different producer or whatever will do with the same, essentially the same plot, and and uh, sometimes it's better and sometimes it's not. Whatever. What? Have you got a dog there, John? I do. Uh, she she doesn't have a favorite chocolate bar for obvious reasons, uh, but she does have a favorite treat, which is uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't mean to get into discussion of current events. In fact, I won't get any closer than this. But I got really worried a couple of weekends ago when we were having upsetness because it was getting pretty darn close to the Krispy Kreme, and I just wasn't real sure about that. But uh, uh, I won't go any further with, with the politics of that matter. I do see uh, you on Sunday morning, I think, sometimes. Or well, I appreciate you. We're still, we're still plugging away at, at our show also. Well, I'm, I, I've always liked what Tom Campbell was trying to do there, and, and it was good to see you on there, so I knew you were you were still around. But thank you for joining us. It's good to know you're listening, and it, it has been a long time since we talked. It has been, and I hope you have a great great rest of the week. Okay, John, take care of things for us, okay? All right. Okay. John Hood, who uh, you see on uh, TV occasionally, he's a... Uh, associated, uh, I think, with the John Locke Society. He was. We haven't updated, so if I've got it wrong there, I apologize. But uh, he is uh, a person uh, that uh, is seen commenting on the local news and and is a worthy commentator to listen to and uh, has been a a friend of ours for a long time because I knew he liked trivia and he would tune in when he could on Friday nights. And you can tune in and you can call us. We're talking about candy bars tonight the candy bars that you may have liked when you were a youth because of uh, the question of nostalgia. We've been doing programs over the last few years periodically that reflect on nostalgia and allow you to let your mind sort of roam back and think about your own personal history and things that you may or may not have liked. And one of the things that promoted me thinking about things nostalgic was one, having a lot of time on my hands, not getting out very much, and the other was reading that the NECO, NECO, N-E-C-C-O, candy company, confectionery company, uh, while it had gone out of business, the rights to produce NECO wafers had been purchased by the Spangler Candy Company, and they would be back on the market beginning around June 1st. And so we're in the period when, if you go to, well, I remember seeing several stores that you would find in Raleigh on the list, drug stores, grocery stores, and the like. So if you like NECO, wafers, which go back, in fact, to the time before the American Civil War. And it is reported that the Union soldiers were known to carry them in their bags and to to, to uh, occasionally uh, bite on one to, uh, to seek a little bit of flavoring for their mouth and whatever. So NECO wafers, N-E-C-C-O. It was originally the New England Candy Cork, New England Confectionery Company, pardon me. Uh, so uh, you, you will if you like uh, NECO wafers and you were were depressed because they were not going to be there anymore, they are back now. We we did this for Twinkies several years ago when they went away and everybody thought they were gone forever, but they returned and we returned with them. You are listening to News Radio 680 WPTF where it's 941. If you have a candy bar that you want to reflect on, if you loved, uh, well, like John did, I think he said he liked Crackle. That's, I think that's the one in the... The blue wrapper, if I remember, it has rice in it, and uh, uh, but uh, or if you liked uh, almonds or, or uh, 
mounts. Or I read an article the other day about uh, the powerhouse bar. It's one of the few candy bars that was around. It was a large candy bar. You got a lot of candy for your money. But it went away, and it's one of the few that nobody has taken up production of. Most of the candy bars are not produced now by their original uh, creator, but are produced or, and owned by companies like Nestle and uh, uh, Hershey's and Marks and so on. Hershey's owns a lot of the brands and continues to produce them for the market. But uh, Powerhouse just seems to have gone away. And I'm sort of sad because I always kind of liked them. And as I say, you got a lot of candy for your bar. Well, we're going to stop at 942, take a break. You may queue up. That is, get in line. You can dial and have John, our producer, put you on hold. Uh, it's uh, 919-860-WPTF uh, if you want to join us. And uh, we will talk to you about your favorite candy bar. Radio 670 WPTF 947 is our time. Tom Kearney here. Uh, a nostalgia program reflecting back on your favorite candy bar. Uh, John Sauter, our producer, and I were actually talking about donuts. I had to think about donuts there for a minute. But we've had a couple of good callers, Lou from Rocky Mount, uh, who favored, uh, as I do, the Hershey bar, and, and then our and John Hood, who uh, used to like, I think he said, a crackle bar. But uh, uh, we could could stand your call now if you've got your favorite candy bar in mind. And uh, if nothing else, we uh, we're providing a little entertainment for those who maybe are not able to get out and who are are sheltering in place, so to speak, as we all are sort of having to do these days. And uh, uh, maybe providing a little bit of knowledge or. Or perhaps a little bit of entertainment. John, did we end up with a call on the line there? Uh, Anthony from Broadway. I, I just was wondering where Anthony was because he he had become a regular before I had to had to go away for a while. Anthony, how are you this evening? Hey, I'm doing fine. Uh, this is one of those uh, delicious-sounding trivias tonight. <laughs> well, it is, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and I'm sitting here doing this from my home of, of necessity, but I'm thinking... Wonder what's in the kitchen. Wonder we've got any donuts in there, or something. Exactly. Well, how's that left leg doing? It's it's doing all right. It's coming along. You just have to keep exercising it, and you know it's it's an incremental process where you just slowly but surely gain on it. But uh, I'm learning to use a walker so I can get around. I've been walking with a cane for about ten years, and uh, and I'm not a whole lot worse off now. But I will have to have something a little more stable than a cane. Uh, and that's part of the reason that I, I ended up breaking my leg is I, I did something foolish and I let, let my instability take me over and that's how I broke my leg. So if you are... So you were trying to dance the uh, light fantastic, I guess. I actually was pushing my garbage, garbage oh my trolley down the, down the driveway and, and it, the driveway is slightly angled, you know, and it got away from me and I... Uh, it, I, it dragged me down. Is what it did, and uh, I, I should not have done that. And and uh, you know, we all have accidents, and I've had my share of them, uh, as most people have. Uh, my people kept telling me, Tom, don't worry about this because it was an accident, and, and it was in a way. But it's also because I did something foolish, <laughs> and uh, I should have just left it alone and waited a while to uh, get some help with it. But I was trying to get it. Get it done. Enough about my particular pains, though. Uh, what kind of candy bar did you like? 
Well, uh, I think I've talked to you about this before. My aunt for many years worked uh, civil service at Fort Bragg, and she would bring home Reese cups. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's that's oh. a weakness, man. You had the chocolate peanut butter mixed, and she would bring home like a six-pack of those things, and she'd give me one. said, now, uh, take your time eating this thing. I'm going to put the rest of them in the refrigerator and get them cold. So that's what she did, but sooner or later I would migrate to the refrigerator. <laughs> well, I, as a young person, I do not remember. I rem- remember eating a lot of Reese's peanut butter cups. I, I, perhaps they were not available to the places that I shopped or my mother didn't favor them or what. But once I discovered the peanut butter cup, uh, it's hard to get away from it. And my wife likes the, the miniatures, you know, the small versions of that. And, well, because uh, she worked uh, at Fort Bragg, I think she was able to go into the PX down there, Postal Exchange, and that's where uh, she picked those up. Now, I did see a commercial the other night on television about another candy bar that I have not had in a long time, the Heath Toffee Bar, which is uh, very good. Yes, yes. I yeah. like those. Too. The only problem is they're hard. And oh, yeah, they are. After all, they, they, I, what I would end up doing is break it off and then and suck on it and let it sort of dissolve in my mouth. It's toffee, I think, is what it's called. It's a, kind of a British... I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but uh, uh, but now, one of the things that inspired me to do this was seeing more uh, commercials. They have a commercial for uh, uh, Reese's products, and the Payday, which uh, has been around a long time, has a lot of commercials on the channels I watch. Right. And, and uh, I well, could, your your buddy John Hood mentioned the sugar daddy thing, and I thought, man, I hadn't had that in a long time. But uh, I'm not even sure if they make that anymore or not. I haven't seen it out there. Well, but, uh, you, you have to look and see. One of the things that I found on the Internet, I got, I, I looked up American Candy Bars list, and they would tell in each case who owned the franchise now and whether they make them. And if you go to, uh, and this doesn't surprise anybody, if you go to uh, uh, Amazon, they, they usually can tell you where you can buy them. I, I don't think they... Store, store, but store them themselves. But they are act as an intermediary, you know. You, they, which is one of the things they're doing more and more. Is they're just a staging platform for other companies and so on. But they, you, they, I'll bet there's a sugar daddy out there somewhere that you can lay your hands on, or your your lips, or tongue, or well, whatever. I know one night we were talking about this coconut uh, uh, bar, and I found it at the uh, local grocery store in Broadway. It's Piggly Wiggly. And it's uh, pink, white, and brown coconut, and it's wrapped uh, individually. And I got one of those. And I said, "Oh yeah, I remember eating those as a kid." Uh, so they're good too. I don't know if they had a brand name on it or what, but uh, they had them like at the edge of the uh, uh, checkout counter. I said, "Yeah, I remember uh, eating those as a kid." Well, my mother always claimed that my daddy. When they were young, you know, like teenagers. Well, actually, she was a teenager. He was about twenty. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. But anyway, uh, he would bring her baby Ruth bars, and so ooh, late in life, when I would do her grocery shopping for, her, I would would come home from the grocery store with it with a with a with a baby Ruth bar, because you know they put those out there at the uh, 
at the cash register just so you will buy them. At least they used to, and, and I right. did. I bought them. And, uh, uh, so, uh, but I always liked the Baby Ruth bar. And no, it was not named for Babe Ruth, the baseball player. That's right. It was named for Grover Cleveland's daughter, whose name was Ruth. Uh, um, my mother was a nurse, and she did not want me eating a lot of chocolate. But her sister, who was also a nurse, would get into a war with her and say, well, chocolate won't hurt him, let him eat it. <laughs> well, I, I, I imagine it's like everything. If you if you eat enough of it, it will will be bad for you. But uh, That's it true. certainly won't hurt you to have a little bit of it. And, and, uh we we heard when we were talking to John, his dog in the background. It is not good to feed chocolate to dogs. Though. No, it's one one particular thing that I learned. So we had to be careful around here because for a long time we had a beagle, and he he would uh, kind of well, indiscriminately. As a kid, I had uh, teenager. I had a German Shepherd, and uh, when we made homemade ice cream. That dog got some one day. Man, that dog would do backflips for uh, uh, that uh, ice cream. And I don't know whether that was good for the dog or not, but he certainly enjoyed it. Well, you know, it's good to ask that question because, you know, one of the things you always get in the in the movies, particularly like in cartoons, now I'm thinking of Tom and Jerry now, is they, they, uh, the, the maid always is giving the, the little cat, little kitten, milk. And milk is actually not good for cats, I'm told, because they don't they don't digest it very well. Right. It, uh, and it's not especially good for human beings. You know, you always have a glass of hot milk before you go to bed, and if you're watching an English mystery or something. And, uh, again, it's a digestion problem. And, uh, humans don't digest milk very well either, apparently, at night. So, Dr. Kearney here, practicing medicine without a license. <laughs> You well, just go ahead, go ahead. Well, it's good to talk with you again, Tom, and uh, we'll try to tune you in again uh, when we do some trivia later in the week. All right. Well, make sure you always have one button that either has, has AM680 or 98.5. Uh, well, I, I live out here in Harnett County, and I can't get 98.5, right. but I can get okay. you on the AM, and that's that's good enough. That's good enough. Well, I don't know exactly how far it goes. I'll have to actually get down and look at the map and so on. But it is about time for us to go now. So, Anthony, well, it's good to talk to you a couple yes, of times sir. recently. And take care of yourself, okay? Yes, sir. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye. If, if a candy bar is in, in your scope, have one. Uh, and join Lou with a big glass of milk. Tom Kearney here. Tomorrow night we're going to talk about Visit North Carolina.